almost up, Cleverians, Clevisians, Cleverians. No, no, welcome to Medium Clever. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Dill, with me, co-host Sean Stewart. Hi. And the Peeps Champ, Brant Bobby. Peeps Champs. The Peeps Champs. <laughs> he's all kinds of champs, that, that Peeps. Oh, he's Champ Sports. Yep. Yeah, Brant Sports. He's a whole right. franchise. He's got so much sports going on. <laughs> he's a very sporty dude. You can barely handle it. Just putting it together. It's too much, it too much, too many sports. Uh, There's a Brent, too, just too many, you guys. Yeah. Too many. Too many for Brent to be into. Uh, oh, oh, tired. It's a fucking long week, man. It has been a long week. Oh, we're coming it's, at you on a Friday. Yeah. But, you know, you're probably listening to it you know, whenever you like. Probably listening um, to it on a Wednesday. And let's, I'm just going to, just want to really keep the energy at the beginning here high, you know. Yeah, you definitely do a good job wanna, with that. Just really want to make sure that everyone's. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. What have you guys been up to? to? Connect into. Uh, I, I've been putting. I've been putting letters next to other letters, and oh, yeah. uh, hopefully they've been forming concepts, and those concepts have been forming greater, greater structures, and, and so on to paragraphs and whole pieces. That sounds awesome. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. That's cool. I've it, been taking up hobbies. Oh, what kind of hobbies? You got a hobby, Sean? I have, I do. And besides, not to, not besides to too, like touching yourself and playing video games. Exa- well, yeah, exactly. That takes and a gardening. lot of my time. And gar- well, well, I gardening. Well, gardening time's now. over, so it's good. I have to close my garden, you guys. Gardening. You know how depressed I am now? <laughs> I am so depressed. I take pictures of my garden. I post them online, <laughs> like they're my children. And I just care for them all the time. I talk to them. I play them music. Did you bring any of them they inside for the winter? No, actually, I did. I bring. I brought my hops in, <laughs> so I can so I can attempt to grow more hops. Well, I grow uh, any hops. Right? Are you, are you splicing or vegetatively reproducing them? No. Uh, well, the root system's still good to go, it's so I'm intact. just throwing some water in there, and it's sprouting new buds. So I'm excited to see what, what comes up. Boom. But aside from all of that, you guys, I mean, I mean, like that keeps me pretty busy. But now I have a new hobby. Uh, it's called it? Extreme Pottery. Maybe <laughs> you guys have heard of it. How, how is your pottery extreme? You you want to know how, how extreme this pottery gets? I've been doing it for a while. So this is the first I'm I'm hearing of, of it. You got a lot of pieces. Well, you made a lot of stuff. I, to be honest, I wasn't very good at it before, oh. so I wanted to keep it a secret for so a bit. you built up a little confidence so, in your yeah, extreme pottery? I have been. Well, what makes it extreme, since you asked? Uh, the potter's wheel is replaced with a saw blade. <laughs> It's uh, it's an electric, it's a motorized potter's wheel that right. goes a minimum of twenty six hundred RPM. <laughs> so it's very difficult to to uh, mold clay. <laughs> so like, how uh, do you need like uh, clay that has like like ore in it or something so that it stays on Not the blade? Not necessarily. Like I use an acid resistant clay <laughs> okay. because I use acid to wet it. <laughs> so so you're just like so we don't it's use like water with extreme etching? pottery. A little bit. I mean, the, the clay is moldable. Like, there is some water in there, but okay. you're using acid to shape it. So <laughs> it's, it gets really dangerous really quickly. Wow, that's pretty extreme, man. Like, do, what kind of uh, safety gear is involved in that? Uh, well, you know, gloves, standard goggles. You don't want to get acid in your eyes. Uh, protective uh, leg plating for the saw blade. Okay, right. Because I cut my leg a couple times. That's why I was a little embarrassed to tell you guys. <laughs> uh, that's why I haven't seen much of you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a really dangerous thing to do, and it takes up a lot of my time, so I, I want to do it right, you know? Absolutely. And uh, I also use a fireproof suit. 
Why, why would you need a fireproof suit? Well, for the firing process, I have a custom-made tandoori oven that I could walk into. So, like, extreme killing is part of this pottery? A little bit, yeah. You're like a, a walk-in kiln? kiln? A little bit. <laughs> and it reaches, you know, temperatures of, like, 3,500 degrees Celsius. Nothing, nothing that hot. Nothing that hot. But, you know. Just like Actually, you guys, I brought you something for both of you. Oh. Here's, here's a bowl oh. for you, Brett. Awesome. Hey. And Brent. It's still, oh, my God. I know. Well, I mean, I only made it like a couple hours ago, so the it acid might be a little is, warm. The acid's not like going to come out of it, is it? No, the, the acid evaporates very soon after the, the uh, firing process. So the firing process has got this all. It's safe. Yep, it's safe to touch. So, it's, to... so making it is extreme, but it's not extreme to possess. No, absolutely it's not. Just re- it's just like, it's just going to class up my place. It's just going to look really cool. Because people are going to see, like, I'm going to have posh parties, and people are going to come in, they're going to be like, Oh, we like the movie posters on your walls. Oh, and that prom... I'm going to... Because I want to be clear. I am placing this bowl on a pedestal in the center of the room. As you should. This is now the unifying design feature of my apartment. Uh, Well, I'm glad I could uh, participate in such a great endeavor. (laughs) And Brent, here's a bowl for you. I can't make anything higher than bowls. I tried making a (laughs) pot... But, I mean, the clay wobbled and f- splashed me, and then it hit my, my hands, and it burned. That's why I use the gloves now. So this is a bit of trial and error safety process? Yeah, it's been, but I think I got it down now. So it's so. becoming less and less extreme each time, because well, I mean, you're bulking the yourself up more and more. I mean, the danger's still present, but, I mean, yeah, I'm being a little more careful, you know, cutting my legs a little less, you know, bleeding a lot less. So you're not necessarily getting better at it as you're just adding more and more safety features to your own body. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Like extreme, yeah, extreme sports. Yeah, exactly. It's a great hobby. I mean, I tried extreme bear watching. Didn't work oh. out How, Do you have to dress up as a bear for that? No, it it just involves like a Kevlar. Well, how I did it. I mean, Mm. I'm not an expert on extreme bear watching, but how I did it was I just grabbed like a Kevlar vest, you know, like a helmet, a biker's helmet. I didn't really have a lot of gear for extreme bear watching. Right. So maybe that's why I didn't become, you know, proficient in it. You can't let your your, your gear uh, deficits, you know, run your life, man. You well, gotta I mean, make you, you gotta make those your... decisions. You tell yourself, "I'm going extreme bear watching." You don't want to. You don't want to give up on that little dream. You want to follow through. I'll you start that... giving up now. You give up on one little extreme bear watching. Next thing you know, you're not. You're not going to work. You're giving up extreme pottery. You stop sleeping oh. at night, and then you die. First off, I've gotten way too good at extreme pottery to just give it up. <laughs> and you know what? On my part, extreme bear watching was kind of a spontaneous decision. You know? Right, okay. Extreme pottery has been a lot more thought out. And mm. it's, I think it's, it's a, a nice time, uh, time user. How far back does your interest in pottery go, Sean? Oh, way back, Brett. Yeah, way back, like junior high in the art room. Kind oh, absolutely. Of shit. When I was like before that, like Play-Doh. No, well, I mean, like, like, well, yeah, you know, I'd mold things with Play-Doh. Uh, Lego was a big thing. For, I mean, granted, it's not pottery, but you it still kind of can be sculpture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Sean, do you have like an Etsy page for your pottery? An Etsy page? Yeah, are you like selling this stuff online or what? You know, I never thought of that. Maybe I should. I mean, like, I've only made the two bowls so far, but I mean, I could make 
tons more bowls. Yeah, man. You could have a whole, you could have tons of bowls out there. Absolutely. All different types. I never even thought of selling my, my yeah, pottery. Yeah, man. Etsy. Etsy. It's a crafty shit. Girls love it. Damn. Okay. Well, that's, that's something to think about. I mean, yeah. I never got into this for the money, but if I can make money doing this, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Say goodbye to paint. <laughs> say hello <laughs> well, to I mean, I mean, well, you're you going to have to paint start your pottery. Painting and, them. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know, but you will Oh, Sean, you could really bring it all together here. You know, you're in the lab. You're designing your own pottery paints. Absolutely. You got the whole process here, my friend. I know. I, I could be a multi-billionaire by next year. Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, you could even, you could break it down even smaller and uh, make up the even smaller things because there's a, there's this website called Fiverr. Okay. And it's, it, it's just like everything costs five bucks on it. So it's just people offering oh, really? things for five bucks. Like this guy in my class, there's a, there's a person on Fiverr with two R's uh, who you send them a picture of yourself and they draw you as a Simpsons character for five dollars. Cool. You know, things like that. So, like, you could have uh, five $5 ashtrays from Sean Stewart. M- made through extreme pottery. You'd have oh, yeah. to put that. I don't know if that's worth five bucks. That's got to be it's worth, gotta be at worth least more, ten. It's worth more than five. It's got to be at least ten. I'm just trying to think. Like, is there an extreme pottery piece that you could use? Because I, I think, because right now, you mean, you look at the economy. You look at how people are making money. It's all micro purchases, right? It's micro everything. Yeah, totally. It's micro transactions, Sean. It's five dollars or less. So you got to find out how you can produce an extreme pottery piece that you can sell for five dollars or less, and then you can start making bank. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, bowls, bowls, bowls are a good place to start. I think. So I'm going to start with bowls, maybe work my way up to vases. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm getting pretty good right now. Wow. I mean, I, I think that like a vase is a good goal to have. Yeah, like exactly. Bowl, like the yeah. bowl is the present and bowl, the vase yeah. is this future. It's, it's all up to working to the <laughs> vase is where I'm going right now. You know, I bet you could sell like a, like a, like a clay baseball for $5. <laughs> Well, what is I that? mean, it's a fucking lump of clay, and then I burned it for a while. The fucking fuck bomb. you! It's five dollars. It has acid on it, but it evaporated. Buy it or something. The paint is worth more than five dollars on a on a on a on a clay baseball. Yeah. Let's not pretend. That's... Let's let's not go pretending that acrylics are the bottom of the barrel stuff. Here, you can like Sean. stick Clear two it. fingers into the top of it, maybe make it like a cool candle holder. <laughs> but I don't know a what cool else you can do with a ceramic. Well, I mean, like ceramic <laughs> things are pretty cool. That? Okay, Fiverr is not the place for <laughs> no, this. No, I don't think yeah. Etsy. You know, you get on. Uh, I was gonna say Amazon, but they don't just you don't just can't be just some guy. I, yeah, you can't just be some dude. Hey, buy my bowls. Hey, I walk into no. an oven with them. But that's what Etsy's for. <laughs> well, look into it. Totally, you should. I've been looking into martial arts a lot lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I was writing a piece because I'm. I mean, I've been watching the UFC for a while, and I don't even know why. Like, I'm not sure why, but I just keep watching it. But uh, I don't know. So, so I was doing some journalism that was related. I, I, went, I wrote a couple of stories about some local MMA things. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I have to go and do some of it. But I want to you know, make sure I'm prepared to, to make this leap. So I did some research online so that I could, be, so that I could you know, decide, hey, well, you know, what martial art do I want to go with? You right. know? So first I thought, you know, like I was a kid, I did karate. 
for like a little while. I got my yellow belt and then I was out. Oh, yeah. I was like, let's get this caught it nice and tight. Let's meet our yellow belt goal. And then let's pull this ripcord. (laughs) Job accomplished. There are way too many cops in this elementary school gym. That's what 10-year-old Brett was saying. He's like, fuck this place, man. Sensei's a fucking cop. These fucking purple belts are fucking cops. I'm no narc. I'm out of here. I'm out. I never even got a belt. I did Tiger Claw Kung Fu for half a year. Uh, that's a made-up thing. Kung no. Fu. Kung Fu's so made up. Oh, Kung Fu? Kung yeah. Fu's fake as shit. Tiger Claw Kung Fu, though. Fucking karate's fake as shit. Karate sucks. It's, <laughs> it's stupid. Well, I mean, you could. it teaches you to hit people, I think. And that's really all you need. <laughs> Your dad can teach you how to hit somebody. You don't need to pay anybody like... Teach you how to turn your fist around. That's true. Like it's so dumb, uh, but uh, but because, <laughs> but I was doing my karate research and I found this guy in the states who knocks people out without even touching them. What? And we watched the video. We did watch the video. We saw the video, and it was pretty ridiculous. This fucking guy. I don't even know how to describe him, but so he's dumb. We couldn't do that, so I can't do karate. But I thought aikido because I mean. Ideally, when you're thinking about martial arts, you want to be able to defend yourself, right? Exactly. But ideally, you want to be able to defend yourself without actually putting yourself in any danger. Right. So why not just manipulate the chi energy of the, of the aggressor and, and put him down without even touching him? Right. And you do that by telling them, if you touch me, you die. Yeah. (laughs) And then they have to, here's the key. Here's the key. They have to believe you. If you don't believe, (laughs) you will hurt that guy. Yeah, shit. If they don't believe, there's a, it might not work. (laughs) It'll definitely not work. (laughs) Oh, man. Because then you see the YouTube videos of like uh, the debunked, (laughs) <laughs> videos and oh my god like these guys get punched and kicked in the face oh, let's watch an old man <laughs> who's had just a slew of confederates in his class the entire time for 30 years this guy's walking around just whipping his arms around and people just fall down from like 10 feet away and you know what dude I also I, I didn't even show you this there's some videos of these like Spetsnaz Russian guys who believe that they're doing this shit too. Really? Uh, there was like a, of all the places. The, uh, there was like a ninety-minute. There's a ninety-minute documentary on YouTube about Russian special forces. This one fucking. There's this bald guy. He looks like he looks like Lee from Crumbs, except bald. He's all <laughs> elongated Jack Skellington type guy. Yeah, and he's just this guy. This bald. Penis head, sunken eyed Russian guy who he would be so scary if he wasn't knocking people down without touching them. <laughs> if he was actually doing martial if arts. If he was actually doing anything. And this video, man, it went to great lengths. It starts with, it's like Russian Spetsnaz at the bottom. So it's all like okay. these guys are supposed to be Russian special forces. And the first guy's this boxer, and he's just throwing wild punches, just smash punches. And then he, like, just fights this dude in the dojo, and he beats the... He's wearing boxing gloves. The other guy's bare-knuckling him, and he fucking pounds the dude, knocks him out right there. And then they bring in Gawky Lee White, the Russian, (laughs) and and he destroys this boxer. This Honestly, this boxer was a good athlete because he was throwing himself around 
super hard. Like, yeah. it's so funny. Like, you just see their students, and the student is the student is doing all of the work, and it was yeah. hilarious. That's yeah. Then it's that's just like ridiculous. it really looks like the fucking boxer guy thinks that he's being knocked down by nothing. And like, he's just, not, does he have like the astounded looks on his face? Like, what? But he's like, he's pitching and rolling on the ground and stuff. And then they go further in this documentary. I'm just skipping along. I'm like, how could there be 90 minutes? In yeah, this bullshit, exactly. Right? How can you? Yeah. They go, there's like outdoor crowd scenes where there's like a line of dozen people and they've got Gawky Lee White, the Russian, 30 feet away. And he just does one. He just like does like an arm flourish and they all fall down oh, in a wave. My God, like really? the one in the middle falls down and they all kind of fall down in a wave like dominoes to either side and you know what though every time they're laughing and they're laughing sounds like they're like laughing in disbelief but i'm laughing (laughs) because in disbelief too right but because it's so silly and they're they they're laughing because they're surprised Right. Because they yeah, believe yeah. Like, it. <laughs> that was, that and was weird. I am laughing for the opposite. And you're reason. like, <laughs> you guys are fucking stupid. Like, how can someone have like an iPhone or have access to YouTube and also think they can knock people down with energy or that the earth is 5,000 years old? Like, or I just that don't people understand. can talk to the dead. I just don't understand how you can, at the same time, own an iPhone and think that drinking cold water will make you sick. Right. But or there that, are people uh, like this. Or that vaccines kill you. Oh, or cause autism. Fuck we Jenny need, McCarthy. Yeah, we don't need to get into that shit again. Because I'm pretty sure we have like yeah, multiple times on this. I'm uh, I, I'm pretty At sure. At least we have on the last episode. Whatever. I know I've spilled some ire in the direction of Ms. McCarthy. Yeah, definitely. Stations. And she dressed up as Miley Cyrus's tongue this year for Halloween. But that didn't top Jillian Huff's blackface costume. Who? Jillian Huff. She was a dancer. Julianne on, uh, Huff. Okay, I know yeah. who that is. She's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, she's and she's in, uh, kind Rock of a of singer. Yeah. And actress. And yeah. She did a blackface costume? Well, she went as Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. One problem, Crazy Eyes is black. And she thought, you know what? I'm going to paint my face black. I mean, it looked like a tan job, but it was still a very stupid decision. You can't do that. No, yeah, exactly. There's like an on the, online, there's like a flow chart going around that's like, a, should I dress in blackface? Oh my God. There are so many blackface costumes. It's, and it just says no. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, it's just 100% should no. I? It's like, that's great. No. <laughs> that's it. Because it, it's like people don't know what blackface represented. That's. Sean, that is exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I don't even. I think most people that know it's wrong still don't understand why it's so wrong. Yeah, like not. It's not just culturally insensitive. It's that in like the nineteen in like the nineteen teens and twenties and shit, the minstrel show was like the most popular genre of entertainment. Right. It's like what we like we love sitcoms. In the 20s they watched minstrel shows. And minstrel shows involved white people in black makeup talking like they were uh not well educated right. and uh they and yeah, more or they less were, uh yeah. They played magic negroes and and like there was they had tropes. They had like it was 
It was a rich theatrical form of its time. Right. However, uh, it mostly communicated things by uh, stupid black character, by like stupid, by using like they, um, they, they usually poor caricature. They used ba- very bad caricatures, and they were always and but they were always uh, they were always great singers and dancers right. that could yeah. play any instrument and shit. It's disgusting. It's yeah. It's not cool. Do not dress up as blackface next. And year, I people. own a Al Jolson record. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could have left that one off the air, but okay. Let's talk about that. Well, I bought it. Okay, for a couple of reasons. I was in there. I was in a record shop. And I was looking for. I was just looking for some records that were interesting. And I found an Al Jolson record, and I pulled it out. It's like Al Jolson's greatest hits. And I picked it up, and right there, larger than life, Al Jolson the in blackface. The biggest blackface you'll ever see. Holy shit. I had to buy it, A, just to get it out of there so nobody racist would buy it. <laughs> okay. And, and, and that's, that's, that's called rationalization. And B, because... The fact that it even exists, I think, is so crazy and ridiculous that it amuses me. I laugh. Fair enough. I laugh when I look at it because it exists. Ra- yeah. It exists. It's real. I have it. And its existence <laughs> is hilarious. People thought this was okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think it's hilarious because this was acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. totally. I I know someone who almost dressed in blackface this oh, year boy. in Halloween. <laughs> but there was, go, a, nope, there was that's a, brief, a fucking stupid decision. There was a brief discussion about minstrel shows. Oh, okay. and, uh, and then we... You set them right. Yeah, and then there was no more Little Kim ideas. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> to be fair, she looks white anyways. Like, a white Asian person. I don't know. Have you seen pictures of her Okay, lately? and now we're going to give... Sean has <laughs> said the most racist thing. Now more to the racist. <laughs> So let me get another jar here. Mm. Open that bitch up. Open up a opening up a jar races. No, but seriously, she had a lot of work done. Okay. She looks she looks really I, I, weird. I haven't seen Little Kim lately. Okay. Uh I I, I listened to some Al Jolson today. Oh, you were <laughs> to be <laughs> Yeah, he there's a couple of clips on YouTube of him in blackface. Like the jazz singer? Yeah, the jazz singer. It was Mammy from the Jazz mm. Singer. You know what? To be fair, he was a decent singer, but the, fuck off. The jazz singer is the first Talkie. Okay. It's the first film with with, with dialogue. They, oh. With dialogue. They they had sound. It's the oh, first really? non silent film. Wow. I That's could be wrong. Kind of I could depressing. Be I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the jazz singer is the first non silent film, the first talkie. Yeah. And Al Jolson was a huge star of the That's minstrel show. I was reading his wiki biography and apparently there's like a whole like circuit. I mean, is that what the Mister Show was like? Just a circuit of blackface. Well, you have to remember this is before there was mass media, so the only way to have like uh, they weren't there was some movies, but more often they people were still going to see plays, right? And the and they were going to see plays that were minstrel shows. Oh, okay. So like that was just one of the forms one of, of entertainment. One of the it's acts. like you could at that point. You could go to the new thing, which was the theater, mm-hmm. f- to see a movie, or, or, or you know, you could go to the tried and true things you've always been doing, like vaudeville and plays and stuff. So, because someone, 
suggested to Al Jolson that he go in blackface. And he himself was a blackface comedian, which I would, pr- would not want to hear at all. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's basically, it's like if... <laughs> it's like I if just da- never if, knew there was like a whole underground well, circuit of blackface. <coughs> well, here's the thing. He's no different than Dan Whitney. Dan Whitney does Larry the Cable Guy. Right. Al Jolson did his own fucking terrible <laughs> caricature. It was just, and it was acceptable in its time. The are you people saying of that, the time accepted that. Are you saying that Larry the Cable Guy is the blackface for white people? Uh, how about this? I wouldn't be surprised if 30 or 40 years from now, people looked back and couldn't believe that that was popular. How about that? Yeah, I, okay. Fair enough. I'll, I'll believe that. Like glorifying red neckitude? I like, mean, I would agree with whiteface as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm on board for that. White, like, uh, like, but he's already white, and then, but t- he puts on whiteface to do a trailer trash character. Well, I mean, like, just his his character of Larry the Cable Guy as is whiteface. Okay, yeah, I, I like that. Like Sean. the facade. I like of, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I'm I get it. I get it. Cause I'm a gator dude. Yeah, like uh, I. Like uh, you know, it's like uh, racist to white people almost. Yeah, like you go to Harvard and then you use that education to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, like Bill O'Reilly is essentially in whiteface, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> like he's this yeah. actual guy behind the scenes, <laughs> but then he gets on camera and he's in whiteface doing his conservative thing, like oh totally shitting on everyone who's not white. And, <laughs> And all that. It, like, Stephen Colbert's a whiteface character then. <laughs> yep. Basically. I'll, I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll agree with that. I like that, Sean. That's a great That's a great. I one. think we just invented whiteface. I bet we didn't, but I still like it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to claim it. I I'm fucking sticking <laughs> my claim, <laughs> goddammit. Plant a flag in it. Fucking flag in whiteface. What is your flag? Medium clever. What does the Stuart flag look like? Stuart flag. A uh, bottle of whiskey. <laughs> a gun. And... A baseball bat. That's pretty violent imagery, Sean. I know. Well, it's a violent flag. I mean, we, <laughs> we raped and pillaged all over the place. I mean, let me tell you. And now you're claiming whiteface. Now we're claiming whiteface. I'm <laughs> bringing it back to the people. Oh, oh. If we want to keep talking about scandalous shit, Rob Ford, mayor of oh, Toronto. Yes, I mean, this is something that you've crackhead. This <laughs> thing's been happening for six months now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this week, the chief of police of Toronto goes, oh, oh yeah, uh, we found that video everyone's been talking about, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, we found that hard drive, eh? And, uh, you know, it'd been deleted, eh? But we, uh, we pulled it off of there and. Uh, we There's going to be some uh, charges about that. We used our uh, computer magic, eh? <laughs> now you're going to now you're now you're exposed, you hoser. Oh yeah, we went through all the boat sectors there, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we really had to reconstruct her from the from the boat sectors, and uh, but we got that their video that they were talking about there six months ago or so with the Gawkers and the and the Toronto Stars and such, eh? <laughs> but yeah, like the chief of police. So yeah. So basically, it's like, hey, you know how everyone was looking for that video that Rob Ford's probably smoking crack in? <laughs> yeah. The cops have we it. <laughs> the cops got it. And they're gonna, it's going to be entered in evidence because they've got a huge case not against Rob Ford. 
Rob Ford is never going to go to jail. Rob Ford oh, is for never sure. going to be found guilty of anything in all of this. For sure. However, his buddy, Sandro Lisi, the guy who he used to drive for, I guess he would drive for Rob Ford occasionally, and mm-hmm. he also seems to be very clearly Rob Ford's drug dealer. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like, apparently, like, <laughs> well, investigators... While investigators were following Rob Ford, mm-hmm. Rob Ford would meet this guy at out-of-the-way gas stations and parking lots and shit, uh, and, yeah. and they have surveillance of this guy going into Rob Ford's car with a package and leaving without it. Like, there's a pattern mm-hmm. of behavior that's very, that's very clear. Very drug dealery. There are very... F- well, it's how about this? If there was a reasonable explanation, don't you think he would be offering it? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I think he probably would be. Hey, Rob, uh, why are you uh, why are you meeting this guy in different places? I don't smoke crack. <laughs> Get off my ass! I'm not commenting uh, on any matters that are in front of the courts. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not in front of the courts yet, Rob. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna be over there eating a burger. <laughs> uh, I did. I did not smoke crack. But here's the, and he's not going to resign. He says he sees yeah. no reason why he should resign. Hey, like Brendan Walsh said, Marion Barry got reelected. I was just, you know, and I was going to talk about it, man. I, I did a little more research, man. Marion Barry, he was he he was he was like uh, involved in the educational system in like the early seventies. Okay, he got shot by radical Muslims in the really? late seventies. Like he, I think he went. And then he ran for, he was, I'm sure, I can't remember if he was on council yet or not. I think he was on council. Then he got shot by radical Muslims in like the chest. Like he almost died. Crazy. Then he ran for mayor and he won. He won three elections. He was the mayor from 78 or 79 till 91. Holy shit. Yeah. He had to go away in 91 when he was found guilty of crack. <laughs> but here's the thing. The government, the government had him set up, man. They used a sting operation. Oh, of course they did. They had a government informant in a hotel who had the crack and insisted that he smoke it before they bone. Really? Yeah. Well, that's so, fucking entrapment. It, more or less. H- however... Besides that, he probably was guilty of smoking crack right. at he some probably, point. Yeah. But beyond that, also, I don't see why, well, uh, whatever. But so, uh, yeah, so he had to stop being mayor once he was guilty of crack. I so see. he went to jail for six months. And then, and then he came him? back and he ran for mayor and won <laughs> a fourth term. He, he was the mayor for four terms of D.C., Crazy. And then when he was no longer the mayor in 99, he did some stuff. And then he came back and he ran for D.C. council in 2002. And he has been on council ever since 2002. Wow. Marion Barry is still sitting on the D.C. city council right He's now. He's still responsible for United States politics in Ward, some way. Ward 8 of Washington, D.C., loves this fucking cat. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, power to them, I guess. I guess. He got <laughs> shot by radical Muslims. That's worth something. <laughs> yeah. I'd fucking so. fine. Smoke some crack. Yeah. I don't care. You, this guy got shot. <laughs> He's probably got long-term pain concerns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He needs a little crack. You think Tylenol 3 is going to cure that? No. no. Crack. Little taste of sweet Mary Crack. Sweet Mary Crack. <laughs> That'll teach you. Get a taste of Mary Crack's beef and you'll be yep. you feeling no pain. <laughs> Get some of that uh. sweet smush. 
I don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore. anymore. Oh. Uh. Mary Barry. I just think, uh, I just honestly, I think of Chris Rock. I've been oh, thinking yeah, of Chris Rock time. all week. Every time I hear Mary and Barry. I just like, need to, I honestly, I, I was doing bit. it today. I was like, Mary Barry at the Million Man March. How do you get a ticket? <laughs> oh, oh, I love Bring the Pain. Any listeners, I've been telling people who are way too young, or not too young, but are younger than me and haven't seen Chris Rock's 1996 yeah. Bring the Pain. Yeah. Watch it. Totally. That was the first, that was the first uh, comedy video I ever watched. Wow. And it was great. It was one of my early ones. I definitely saw like Eddie Murphy Delirious first. And I will say this. If you haven't seen Eddie Murphy Delirious, don't go and watch it. You no. Know, you know what? Watch it. Skip the first 20 minutes, 10, 20 minutes. I just honestly, I, I think anyone who sits down who has never seen it, who is a modern person who tries to watch Delirious now, I honestly, I, I would feel their pain if they couldn't enjoy the good parts because of the... Because of the because of homophobic... Because of the uh, incredible yeah. amount of homophobia involved. There's a lot of And it's right at the beginning, too. Of pretty, pretty egregious, indefensible material. Yeah, definitely. By today's standards, anyway. But yeah. in 1981, everyone oh, well, was all... Yeah. For faggot this and faggot that, and yeah, AIDS and blah blah blah, but it it's still pretty funny. I don't know. I mean, the childhood just, stuff is good. But I just think that because we saw it when we were kids and stuff, and we and we're that we yeah, get we it. Weren't, yeah, but that if someone had never seen it and they watched it for the first time now, I would understand if they just were like, "How was Eddie Murphy popular? Yeah, yeah exactly. Why did anybody like this man? Who would wear a suit that tight on their body? I'm Mr. T, and I'll rip your dick off with my ass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm looking forward to Comic Con. It's going on right now. It is going on right now. And I'm going to go maybe tomorrow, Sunday, check it out. I hope some people in uh, our listeners check out that shit uh, cuz Absolutely. Comic Con's a good time. I've only been once, but I, I haven't it. been I don't think I've ever been to any Comic Con. Oh. So, I'm looking forward to going as well. It's worth a visit. And yeah. we're going to meet uh we're going to meet up with uh, my old friend, uh, Michael Beignet. You may know him as, uh, well, you tell him. Well, Michael Beignet, um, the, uh, my, our listeners probably know him best as the voice of the character Bob on the television series Reboot, the mid-90s CG animated reboot. Oh, yeah. Takes place oh, inside yeah. of computers. You better. It really couldn't have been much more of a nerdier show. Oh, absolutely. But then for some reason, it, you know what? I think... Here's why. It's Canadian content. It was Canadian made. It's Canadian content. So YTV has to show <laughs> like 25% Canadian content. And they're like, right. hey, kids don't hate Reboot. So we're just going to show that All every time. day. All the time. And that takes care of like a good chunk of our Canadian. Slots. <laughs> that takes care of a good chunk of the shit that we absolutely have to do. Fair like, enough. I'm sorry, kids. We can't just show you SpongeBob around the clock. <laughs> we have to show you reboot. But like, yeah, think of, but think of the '90s, the the shows that they had on for kids in the '90s that were Canadian shows. There was a lot of really bad ones that oh, they yeah. could not continue running ad nauseum, like reboot. <laughs> remember sticking around? Yeah, I remember sticking around. It was seriously a stick. Stick character stick animated cartoons. show. I, you know what? I, I didn't mind sticking around. Granted, Stick I was also 10 when I was around. watching it. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
There's a lot of well, bad shows. Oh, well, yeah. There's a lot of bad shows. There's some good shows. But then there was a lot of weird, like, the Nickelodeon shows are pretty weird and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. Hey Arnold. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Mo- Rocco's Modern Life. Ah, Real Monsters. <laughs> I used to like Ah, Real Monsters, actually. I, I vaguely remember that. Just a really absurd, messed up show. <laughs> Monsters. But yeah, reboot. They, those aren't Canadian content, Real, though. Reboot. I, reboot had charm, though. Yeah, like it had it had some good writing, and it, it was it was awesome, interesting, uh, and it had situations. Mike T. It had Mike it had the TV, Michael Benier. and Mike the and TV, Mike the TV. It slices, it dices, it Julian's fries. Mike, Mike TV, and then there's Mike TV, whose character from Willy Wonka. Okay, right. You like your Willy Wonkas, Sean? I, I like all kinds of Willy Wonkas. Oh, I rewatched myself a little Gene Wilder in the Willy Wonkas a little while backs. Oh, yeah? It was awesomes. I didn't. <laughs> I watched VHS 2 last night because it was Halloween. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, I love watching the little kids with their costumes come up. Yeah. Because some of them are fucking awesome. Someone was dressed up as Minecraft Steve. Cool. And he had a little pickaxe, a little pixelated pickaxe. I was like, that is awesome. That's awesome. I saw uh, someone as Skrillex, a, a uh, girl as Skrillex. It fit. There was some guy at school as Dead Mouse. It was so dumb. Oh. There's always one. Some guy with a motorcycle helmet <laughs> and, and a little time on, on his hand. <laughs> with an LCD screen for a mouth. It didn't need to go that far. Oh, he didn't go that far? No, no. Well, then that's a fucking shitty Dead Mouse costume. I, I honestly, I was too cheap to, like... I used to, I would buy candy every year, and I never had any kids show up. And then yeah. this year, I moved. I'm in this new place, oh, yeah, and my door area. opens onto the street. Like, the yeah. sidewalk is three inches from my door. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a ton of kids this year. So I was like, instead of buying candy, I put a sign on the door that said, Gone Killing, and I turned all the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> Did you seriously do that? Yeah, and I just that sat in my room great. watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's fucking great. And not one <laughs> kid knocked on my door. Killing, oh. killing. Every once I, in a while, I'm like <laughs> peeking through the peeking through the blinds to see if there's kids out there. And I was like, please don't come. Please don't knock on my door. I don't have anything for you. <laughs> I, yeah, I did buy I did, That's really good. I did buy Halloween candy. Yeah. However, I ate half of it, so I ran out of candy by, like, the middle of oh. the night. So I, then I was just like, well, what should I do now? We're recording this November 1st. I went yeah. to Superstore today for groceries, and I thought, I'll get some cheap candy while I'm there. Not in <laughs> Transcona, friend. If you don't show up till Superstore until 4 o'clock on November 1st in Transcona, there is going to be zero candy oh, yeah. for you. Kiss your candy goodbye. <laughs> and your Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola goes like fucking crazy in the Transcona suit, the extra foods. Superstore? No, extra foods. Oh. There's an extra foods uh, closer to my, my part Ugh. of the extra I live in Transcona. Such a terrible store. Oh my God, did I tell you this? A drunk person stumbled into my house like two weeks ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Just out of nowhere. I'm, I'm, I'm editing this podcast, <laughs> uh, doing my own thing. What time is it? This is about mm, 10 p.m. Okay. Deanna's watching, my fiance's watching uh, TV on the couch, and she hears the door open. Honey, who's at the back door? I'm sorry. Uh, what? 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 So I, I inch closer to the back door. Deanna yells out, hello. And a uh, couple seconds go by, and I hear a hello. 
and my heart just hit my chest cavity. I was just fucking like, what is going on? There's a person in my house. (laughs) I'm getting closer and closer to the door. And when I get there and turn the light on, there's a fucking drunk woman taking her shoes off, trying to come inside. And she sees me and she's just like, she looks so stunned and so scared and confused and like drunk. Like she thought she was home and you were in her house? <laughs> she was so many emotions. I don't know if she was thinking it was her house, but she was definitely there to see someone. And when she's like, is Joanne here? And I said, no, and she hasn't been for two fucking years. She... Put her shoes back on very slowly. Did about five spins around the back uh, patio. Said sorry about seven times and then stumbled out of my house and out of my yard. So she might have known the previous occupant? Maybe. I don't know who. Or she was just in the wrong house. She might have been in the wrong neighborhood. She might have been. I don't know. But that was creepy. (sighs) But here's the creepier thing. This happens apparently on a very common basis in Transcona. <laughs> because Deanna was, my fiance was, I uh, keep name dropping. Ah, stop name dropping, damn it. De- it's not uh, name dropping if no one knows who it is. Okay, fair enough. My fiance uh, was talking to our neighbors, and apparently they get people knocking on their doors and like trying to open the doors all the time. <laughs> Like what the f- what's going the on in Transcona? The bar isn't even that close to your house. I know it's pretty close. I mean, it's what, like the silver it's walking spike? distance. Yeah, it's walking. It's distance. walking distance, but it's not like it's a block away. Yeah, that's true. It's not like I it's just know. down people the street. Dumb. But <laughs> what, can you, what can you do? People are dumb. Wow. Well, drunk people are. D- you know what though? I get. I've been blackout drunk numerous times, and I always end up exactly where I am supposed to be. Yeah, ex- yeah. How do you get so drunk you I don't have end up? Never ended up in the wrong place. Yeah, I me have. Either. I have. I, I got blackout drunk um, one month ago. I was too drunk to tell the coat check people what brand of coat I had. <laughs> I could not get my coat back because I could not find the ticket. And I did not, I could, I was able to describe the coat, but I could not tell them that it was an American Eagle Outfitters coat. So I could not have it. <laughs> so, and honestly, the only reason that I'm pretty sure I took a cab is because I didn't have a coat. I couldn't yeah. have walked home no, across yeah, the Provence Bridge in the middle of the night <laughs> in just a t-shirt. No, yeah. It seems unlikely because I also woke up with a deficit of money that is consistent with a taxi ride. Yeah. De- oh, yeah. <laughs> taxi rides are the worst. But I remember my la- my old roommate. The first time he got blackout drunk, he uh, he we called him a cab, and he woke up the next day with all of his money. <laughs> so so we think he thinks he took a cab and didn't pay for it. Just walked out. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'm gonna go around back and get some money. <laughs> oh, Sneak into a window or shit. something. Oh. But yeah, uh, this all started with Comic Con, right? <laughs> We're uh, going to see Michael Beignet. Yeah, yeah, Michael Beignet. And go, like uh, Ron Perlman's him. the major guest at Comic-Con. So there's some kind of cool stuff going on at Comic-Con. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think that Comic-Con is neat just because it's, it's a massive gathering of weirdos. And also you just there's stuff that happens and you can see at Comic-Con that you just don't see anywhere else all year. Totally. So it's just kind of fun as an experience. I agree. Even if you don't need to go... So, I mean, I think some people go there and they just spend money like it's going oh, on style. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just but. there to check out 
stuff. Yeah, and there'll be and there'll be booth sure babes. There'll be, there'll be a few booth babes, bro. Tons of hot babes. There'll be some booth gonna babes. Be some hot babes there. I'm gonna like look at and then not say anything to. We're totally gonna I'm like ogle those booth babes, bro. Totally, totally. I'm gonna be all like, "Is that your number? Because you fell from heaven." <laughs> and she's gonna be so confused. <laughs> I tried the Xbox One today. Mm, right at Best Buy. First thing I noticed, there was no lineup for it. <laughs> Nobody is interested in the Xbox One. There, uh, I, I went there. X Bone. It started. The uh, demo started at four. It ends at nine. I think it's here till like the middle of November. Uh, I went in expecting a lineup. No, the Xbox One guys were desperate to put that controller in my hands. They were wow. like, "We need people to be interested in this." And uh, I tried it out. They had a couple demos. They had Forza and Killer Instinct, which is the one I played because... Because, yeah. Because fuck cars. Yeah. <laughs> fuck cars. Come on. Fuck Lightning McQueen oh, specifically. I, I, I did a circle in under 10 seconds. Wow. Good for me. <laughs> oh. I'd, I'd rather beat the shit out of someone. <laughs> we were watching... I was at the bar for lunch today. Yeah, because I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> and there was, there was drag racing on the TVs at the King's Head at lunch. So it was like two a two hour lunch of sitting there being like, how can anyone put up with this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, no like, kidding. Because it's not they they pretend it's a sport, but it's an engineering contest. Yeah, yeah right. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's all that's what's happening. It's so silly. And then and then I was I had to spread the word because not every because everyone was on the same page. Drag racing was dumb. Yeah, oh but yeah, they for didn't sure. know about the drag racing game show. Wow. It's called Pastime. And it's not like funny car drag racing. It's regular, like regular people with their shitty drag racing cars and trucks. Okay. But you know, like not the funny cars. Right, right. Right, like the long, the long crazy cars. They call them funny cars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not those. Yeah, not those. Regular, okay. regular right. cars. Okay. Not the kind that you have to rebuild the entire engine after you use it once. Right. Like regular people cars. Okay. That just go yeah, yeah, fast. yeah. I've well, seen on versus... on the game show Pastime, people bring in their cars, and then they have... But those aren't the contestants. Okay. The contestants have their... They're behind their little podiums, and the contestants, like, hear about the cars and look at the cars, and then they have to guess how quickly of a quarter mile the drag racing that the car will do. That sounds like the worst TV show ever created. So it's it's seriously like a like I don't know like a Price is Right closest without going over like let's ah uh, yeah let's see here hmm oh well well Reggie here he pulled in his sixty four Impala here he's got that uh, uh, hopped up there with the scoop engine there and the four sixty CCs and hmm you know I think that they're running about a oh by twelve four by twelve four. Well, what, what do you think, Skeeter? Well, uh, well I've seen them 64s around before, you know, and, uh, with the 65, 460 cubic and nine, you know, get that fuel injected. I, mm, I'd say it's about probably more like a 133. <laughs> like, and, and then it's like, and then, and then they run the race, and we find out who's better at guessing. Wow, that's the worst game show I've ever heard of. <gasps> you know, it's the, no, it's the, it's like we need this game show because it's the, so we can justify anyone having this knowledge. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> if we don't have a game show for this, there will be no, no reason one will for know anyone to have this skill. 
It's I don't know. Is that worse than that repo quiz show? Have you ever seen that? No, the repo quiz is the hey hey we're repossessing your car unless you can answer these three questions about the Magna Carta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, hey are you stupid? Trash. Do you hey, want to prove how trash. stupid you are? Well, who drafted the Magna Carta in twelve fifteen? You moron. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. We're taking your car. <laughs> <laughs> What a terrible That's show. That's such a terrible concept. It's a really bad concept. Anyways, so the Xbox One, uh, it's more of the same of the 360. I mean, it has that same, you know, interface, the uh, Kinect compatibility. Oh. It comes with the Kinect. It's so funny, man. Microsoft's so late to the party. They're just emulating everything Sony's doing at this point. No, I well, think... everything, I think... all the good things they're doing are like Sony emulations. Like now they're doing... They're doing the... Uh, they realize... Like they're doing the PlayStation Plus free games thing for Xbox now Live they are. now. After three years of yeah. PS And Plus. it's like, hey, have Halo 3 for free. What? Yeah. That's, you know what? That's five Halos ago. Like, <laughs> Yeah, true enough. But it's nice to have like those... like Because with PlayStation Plus, I didn't buy a lot of the games that they put up for free. Right. So I got to experience all of them like... For free. Yeah, well, it's, worth, I mean, it's worth having sorry. just has access to those games. Sorry, it's not free. It's 50 bucks a year. So I've so far invested $100 and got back at least $400, $500 like in games alone. And it's been great. I've managed to play XCOM, which was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, which I'm enjoying. Mm. I know you didn't yeah, like it as much. Uh, Piece of shit. Oh, fuck. What else did I play? I played a lot of other great games. So many great games, so bro. So many games. You got two. Demon Souls, bro. You played Demon Souls through that? Uh, Demon Souls was free, but I already owned it oh. by the time it came out. Walking Dead Episode 2 was free. Yeah. I mean, I purchased the whole series, but... Oh, did you? Yeah. So you're all gut-wrenched and shit? I'm all gut-wrenched and torn up. And So uh, can you, like, start over and then make different decisions? You can, but it, I mean, but why would you want to? Because you're just yeah, watching. Because then you'd just be watching you, a very similar story. You're yeah, you're basically watching the same thing, but that's fun. It's fun that they've managed to it's, uh, it's a sell great, people on that as entertainment. It's kind of like a, <laughs> it's kind of like a roller coaster a ride. I don't think it's a game. It's not necessarily a game. It's more of like an interactive story. Well, here's which I'm still cool yeah. with. I I don't mind interactive stories because I've I've done a couple of them and in, really enjoyed a lot of them. Like uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, a very okay. anime-ish lawyer story, and it's kind of fun. It has a little bit of a puzzle element to it, a little bit of a point-and-click adventure to it, and it just tells a bunch of stories about lawyer stuff. Okay, uh, just to wrap up the Xbox, uh, yeah. controller, pretty much the same. D-pad is actually a D-pad instead of a circle with shit oh, in it. Oh, good. So it's actually usable, which cool. is nice, and Killer Instinct is fucking awesome. And that's it. <laughs> that's all, eh? That's all I have to say about the Xbox Sweet. One. I'm probably still going to go PlayStation 4. I'm with you there. If, I, if, if, I'm I to, if I'm to get one. Because I don't like the Kinect watching me 24-7. I think that's incredibly creepy and weird. Yeah. And just, you can't even unhook it when you're, when you're playing it because it won't work if, you, if, if the Kinect's not connected to it, which is dumb. Yep. A lot of great design decisions from Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely uh, shooting yourself in the They're foot this year. They're great gym. at shooting themselves in the foot and then jamming it in their mouth. 
shooting their toes off and then choking themselves with it. Dance, fool! Blam, 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 blam! <laughs> oh, I blew off all my toes. I didn't dance when I said to dance. I was the one in control, and I made it happen. Oh. <laughs> What a yeah. terrible, terrible company. <laughs> they're they're pretty pretty big assholes, yeah. Let's but. uh let's make some extreme bowls of shit and throw them at them. Yeah. I got a better idea. Let's make them extreme ceramic baseballs and oh, chuck them through their windows. Sweet. That'll send a message. Yeah. They'll think that they'll, Bud, be all terrified. they'll think Bud Selig, commissioner of baseball, hates them. Yeah, <laughs> and we baseballs. get away scot free. That's right, and Bud Selig gets hauled. And he into gets the all cops. the blame for it. Like, hey, hey, you, seventy-eight-year-old man, <laughs> we have pretty good reasons to think you've been breaking windows with ceramic baseballs. <laughs> I've been in Milwaukee this whole time. We have Don't reason man. to believe you may have access to a teleporter, Mr. Seelig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Don Madrick wants your head on a pike. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he doesn't run X, uh, Microsoft anymore. Right. No, the face of Xbox. <laughs> he, he resigned the crazy once he face. dropped all that DRM shit. Oh, wow. But you know what? You got to feel for a guy what? like that, right? Like, hey, uh, it's his job. And then they're like, okay, so what do I have to do? Oh, uh, you have to go out there and tell them this. They're going to shoot the messenger, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, we know. You guys, you know this is a terrible <sighs> idea, right? <laughs> we, yeah, we know. We just want you to get it out there. You motherfuckers. They're, they're totally, like, they're like, uh, they wanted to fire him, but they're like, no, no, no. Like, they could, we could have fired him last week, but everyone's going to hate whoever we run out there this week anyway. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's <laughs> hold on to him a little while longer so we can run him out that week that we need someone for them to hate. Ensign Metric, we need a Patsy. <laughs> hey, we got this bus. Do you fit under it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> well, you know, if you're a corporation, you're pretty much willing to throw anyone and everyone under any bus you can find to, to make a buck. Yeah, totally. So there's all that. But, you know, without all that, we wouldn't get iPhones. That's true. <laughs> and I want my iPhone, damn it. Me t- well, I mean, I'm cool with my, like, I'm on iPhone 4. Does that exist? Yeah, me yet? too. Okay, We're I'm on school. that one. We're old school. I don't understand why they have to release one. Like, it seems like they release one every year. Is they, that what they do? Yeah. That's insane. Why? I don't understand. To sell them. It just seems... Uh, it just uh, To make money, Sean. It, it seems like such a money-grabbing tactic, but I guess that's the point, right? That just ex- Such a money... Oh, wait, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, wait a second. That's exactly the point. <laughs> well, also, you've got to compete because other, other companies are releasing new models, and if they have new features and more things, yeah, true then enough. you have to have your new one with new things in order to maintain your slice of the market pie. True oh, other buzzwords and whatnots, uh, synergy and motion. Yep. Uh, but that's been medium clever. Let's just cut her. Uh, I'm, I'm good stopping here. Comic Con, Comic Con, Extreme Pottery, Vote for Marion Barry, White Face, White Face, Arcade Fire Reflector. That's our song. Peeps Champ, Sean Stewart, Brett Medill, Medium Clever, signing off. See ya. Thanks for listening.